MusicPreneur.com Great moments are born from great opportunity. A society either rises or falls to the level of its art. If you're good at something, never do it for free. You love music. You've devoted your life to music. Why sell yourself short by sharing your life's passion working for, quote, the man? You musicians, you're too, too musical. <laughs> Netflix is not your friend, people. Get off the couch, take a shower, comb your hair, and get out there. You're not doing it for the money. You're doing it for what the money says. And it says what it says to any player that makes big money, that they're worth it. We could have allowed it to steal our joy, but instead it stealed our inner fortitude. You spend time with your family? Because a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. The world will point out every reason why I should just quit, but I won't quit for one reason, because I say so. To assist in your journey of making money making music, the musicpreneur.com podcast starts now. Here's your host, James Newcomb. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the musicpreneur.com podcast. My name is James Newcomb. And, and I am your host, Sana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get things, let's get one thing straight here. This is not your host. This is my co-host. How about you be my co-host, Sana? Okay, deal. Okay, Sana. Tell everybody listening in, who exactly are you? And what is your relation? What, what business do you have being on this podcast? <laughs> Why are you here? I, to, I, just, I just don't know what to say. <laughs> At one point, I open up my eyes, I see this microphone in my hand, <laughs> okay. and I'm sitting beside you. And who am I to you? <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. That's what I was asking myself. <laughs> <laughs> you ask yourself that every day, don't you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's been like sixth century. Okay, honey. I'm okay, married okay. to Let, you. Let's, let's, okay, so that... Keyword, married to me. Sana is my wife, and I am her husband. As you can tell, we are happily, gleefully, every moment is filled with joy, <laughs> isn't it? That's right. All right, so Sana, we just finished like putting on the finishing touches of this intro for the podcast, and I, I want to take a couple of minutes to explain it because it's as far as podcast intros go, it's a bit on the lengthy side. But there's specific reasons why I do it. But you had a real hand in giving some real valuable feedback on it. So um, I just want to get your thoughts on what did you think of this process of crafting this podcast, the beginning of the podcast. Tell us your role. What did you do to contribute to creating it? And what was your impression of the experience? Well, the very first thing I noticed that I'm not a podcaster. Okay. Because <laughs> you've tried to train me and I tried to kind of um, add some uh, input to your uh, intro mm -hmm. and it just didn't work. What do you mean? What, what input did you give? Um, uh, I was supposed to introduce you as a host of the show. Okay. But it uh, seems like every time I'm holding the microphone, uh, I lose control of the originality of my voice my intention and the way i'm trying to introduce someone but when i don't have the microphone i can just be as natural and neutral as possible well that's part of being a podcaster is getting used to having a microphone in front of you but 
as people listening in can hear, you're doing quite well with it. Actually, you're not, I, I wouldn't guess that you're struggling at all. You seem really natural with a, speaking into a microphone. That's right, because I'm a professor at university and I do speak in front of a big crowd mm-hmm. with microphones in my hand or the ones that are held on your you know, ear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the nature of the two are quite different because I am um, talking about what I am expert on, maybe tourism, hospitality, yeah. events, marketing. But uh, in your podcast, it's really specialized for musician. And mm-hmm. um, as you know, I'm not a musician and I don't play any instruments. Well, but you're a fantastic can... singer. We, we need to have <laughs> yeah. you do some karaoke on the show sometime. Right. It's really, really. Sana has a wonderful voice. Thank you. Okay, so I want to get, because you're not, you already said you're not a musician. You're not like, you're my wife. You're not like someone that I would uh, target to listen to the show. But I want to get your feedback on, like, you just listen, we've listened to the intro, like, probably 20 times in the last two days, just tweaking and getting, nailing it and giving, getting everything just right. What what goes through your head when you hear this intro? I just want to emphasize on what, one thing you said. You mm-hmm. said probably I'm not your target market yeah. um, or target audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say you're wrong, but um, maybe I am your target audience because being a teacher or educator, you have to have that art and I can find, connect the dot between musician and a teacher or a professor. Uh, they're both performing mm, kind yeah. of yeah. on the stage. Okay. Um, teaching is not all about passing the knowledge to your student or to group of other mentors or educators. It's basically to bring motivation and excitement in your listener. And I think that's what musicians also do. Uh, so I can see there is a very close similarity and connection between educators and those who are involved with art, such as musicians. Well, yes, there are some similarities. Uh, when you're, when you start a podcast or have some sort of online business, of course, it's very, very important that you narrow down a, a niche of like a very specific demographic, the more specific you can get really the better you are, the better off you are. Now, I, I just want to share a little bit about my thought process of having this really lengthy introduction to the podcast. I, I know that it's most podcasts these days are maybe, maybe 15, 20 seconds at the most. You want, you, you want to just introduce the host. You want to give like a tagline and and then get on with the show and i i understand that i understand the logic behind that and it makes perfect sense my thought process is on on this is if someone has 1 minute to listen to the musicpreneur podcast and that's quite frankly that's the case with a lot of people they they'll listen for 1 minute and then you know they'll they'll go on on their merry way they'll never listen again or they might listen again but but my thought is if pers- if someone has 1 minute to listen i want them to know exactly what this podcast is about not only that can i interrupt you uh it's also really thought-provoking because all those uh little small mm-hmm. portion of codes and details that you put into that intro uh yeah. makes me um start thinking yeah about it's thought-provoking and it's in it's several calls to action right you know it's um because entrepreneurship 
like uh, obviously being a musician you it requires a great deal of skill if you can even put yourself in a position to get paid at all whether in a, an employment situation or maybe a, a contractor situation or you get a gig somewhere you have to be very very highly skilled to be even considered to put yourself in a position to get paid anything to play music i should say but there is a certain skill set that goes along with being an entrepreneur that the qualities that you develop while you're developing your musical skills can definitely translate to entrepreneurship but there are a lot of skills there's definitely a certain mindset that you need to develop and you need to cultivate and it takes daily practice just like like me if i want to be a a top-notch trumpet or cornet player i have to put in daily practice i have to put in 30 60 maybe 90 minutes a day if i want to play at at peak performance and it's the same thing with an entrepreneur you just have you you have to keep certain muscles maintained and it's not necessarily muscles in your lips or your fingers or your forearms depending on whatever instrument you play or your vocal cords there are mental muscles that need to be developed they need to be strengthened and maintained on a daily basis sana is raising her hand eagerly wanting to jump in what's on your mind and plus additional um thought that I had to mm-hmm. what you were just saying. Yeah. I mean, to become expert and professional, it's a journey. You yes. have to go um, through ups and downs and thick and thin, um, arduous day and night of practices. Sometimes you don't get it right and you practice and practice and practice until, boom, like swimming. You suddenly float mm. on the water. Yeah. And uh, this doesn't come cheap and free. And how would you evaluate and give feedback to what you just earn? It can be done through many ways. I'm not trying to value your work or musicians' work and art through money. But money or financial gain could be one way or, let's say, KPI to know where you're standing in the market among competitors or among all the other what is KPI? Uh, key performance indicators. Oh, okay. okay. Um, everyone have to set one of those KPI for themselves. Yeah, Be yeah. it a teacher, doctor, uh, engineer, even laborers, they have KPI. And how um, you would evaluate your KPI? And financial gain is one way of evaluating your uh, performance mm. through the journey you're going. And of course, the second thing would be audience, how entertaining you are how much your audience through word of mouth going to spread the news. Hey, James is a great trumpeter. Why mm-hmm. don't you listen to? I and I listened and I really enjoyed. Why And I want to share this good pleasure with you too. So you are not actually selling an item. You are giving pleasure to your audience. And yeah. that is basically touching the deep <clears throat> innermost of human being, their emotion. And emotion cannot be erased easily. Mm-hmm. So... These are some important points that we have to take into account. You bring up some really good points, and I'm going to share some things with you. You you may not know because I've been dealing with musicians and talking with musicians for a long time, and there is definitely some um, cognitive dissonance when it comes to money and music. Now, let's just talk about an entrepreneur is someone who starts a business. It could be someone who sells maybe some sort of coaching service, maybe like... Um, a fitness instructor, um, 
a medical practice, someone that sells tires, you invite, you, you open a car repair shop or something and you're an entrepreneur and you have something tangible that you can sell and it, the, the exchange of money in exchange for the service or for this product makes perfect sense. This isn't as clear cut with music because if you're a serious musician, obviously music, it's not just a product. It's not just something that you can just exchange and make it and just have a transaction and just that just go on your merry way. You're sharing something that is deeply intimate, not just with your uh, in your mind, but in your soul, or your very being is it's a musical existence, for lack of a better term. And so when musicians think of selling their product, understandably, they have a, they, it's, it's, it's hard to make that connection. And what you said is the key performance indicator. What I want to, like I have a little quote from a movie called Moneyball. It's about the Oakland Athletics and their general manager who basically built a winning team with a shoestring budget. And the famous quote in that is, you don't do it for the money, you do it for the, what the money says says that you're worth it. So I, I like how you bring up that the compensation is simply, it's not like tainting your craft. It's not tainting what you do. It's simply an indicator of your value to the marketplace. Uh, additional to that, I would like to also make a note that uh, when I say financial uh, terms, it's not really selling purposes. It's... Um, Kind of, you know, we're living in a world uh, that people really look at you and judge you by the cover. Yes, you know? definitely. So I walk into an interview. The very first impression I make on my future bosses is how I am well-dressed, well-groomed, how I'm greeting them. And that's already, you know, one way of creating a very good impression. Um, many, many people... Um, spend money for brand names because they think if they buy a product, cheap product from China, the quality of product is not good. So these are some of the, you know, also I think I should call cognitive dissonance that is yes. going around, you know, human being. There's a lot of people, it's not just musicians, a lot of people struggle with exchanging their services in exchange for money. Right. So I can give you one of my favorite examples. In JW Marriott is just like any other five or six star hotel. And when they started JW Marriott, they came in full force, uh, branding themselves as a luxury hotel. And they said, we are not going to go into market with market penetration, but we are going to scheme the market when it comes to the price range. And till today that we are talking, they never slammed down on the price. They always went up and high and high, even during low season, promising that their quality of their services and whatever they are going to offer to their customers is going to be even better than what they promise. Mm. So the money is not actually try to create, uh, measure the value of the arts, the value of the product you're producing, but it is a way of communication between mm -hmm. you and your audience. So that's how I look at it when I talk about KPI uh, or financial measures as a KPI for any human being. Yeah, that's interesting about Marriott, not just lowering their prices, but jacking their prices up. 
when things get tough because people they go through hard times and then they come come across a little bit of money and they think well we've we've struggled we've suffered we owe ourselves um, a nice vacation or a, a weekend away well where, where are we going to go to the Marriott so you get like a couple of thousand dollars for or something listen to my favorite music it could right work for music well yes what I'm, yeah but you you brought up the Marriott and they don't they didn't they don't sell themselves short by lowering their prices just because you know they think well people can't afford it so we got to accommodate them they keep their standards up and they and they know that people are even in hard times they will still find ways to justify splurging a little bit all right so we've been running our bow, running our mouths i have a couple of announcements to make this is james and my wife sana and we are um, I guess we, I guess I don't know if we'd call ourselves business partners, but we're definitely working together on this business. The business is actually called Beaten Path Media, of which musicpreneur.com is a segment of it. Beaten Path Media provides podcast production services, um, audiobook narration, basically anything that's digital media, we can entertain it. We have video production, video editing, all ki- all really all kinds of things. And I am an autodidact, which means that I am self-taught. I basically taught myself the podcasting industry, and it's something that I continue to learn. I've taught myself how to narrate audiobooks. And um, if, if it's something that I don't know, I will do my best to learn it. And if I don't think that I can learn it or do it to your satisfaction, I'm just going to be straight up and say that, you know, I, I can't help you. And here's somebody that will have a better chance of doing what you need. So beatenpath.media is the website. And of course, musicpreneur.com uh, for archives of the podcast. And we have a mobile app. It's a brand new venture that I've uh, been toying with and experimenting with. And it's the wave of the future, mobile apps. The vast majority of content is being consumed on mobile apps as it is. And so why not have an app that you can control yourself rather than depend on the likes of Mark Zuckerberg, uh, the people at Twitter. and So basically, the more control you can have, the better. And Beaten Path Media has some information about the app service that I use, and I highly recommend it. It's not for the faint of heart, and it's not for the light of wallet. So if you're having a hard time justifying a $4 a month website, well, this is not for you. But if you have a business and you want to um, service your clients, your uh, customers, your fans, et cetera, et cetera, in a very professional way. Uh, go check it out. Beatenpath.media and musicpreneur.com. Sana, do you have any final thoughts before we sign off? No, thank you for having me on this show. And Sana is the FMP. She's the financial management planner. So we may be hearing some financial management planning advice from Sana in the future on the podcast, so stay tuned. For more podcasts and resources on making money, making music, and to download the free musicpreneur.com mobile app, head on over to musicpreneur.com today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.